Welcome to Bai Yen, a podcast about the intersection between Taiwanese and American culture. I'm Joe. With me is Jack. Hello, everyone. Anna. Hello. Ryan. Hi there. And today our guest, Yuto. Hi. What's up, Yuto? How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you. Maybe you can give us a little introduction about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, um, I'm Yuto, as Jay said, and then I'm working as a local uh, public servant in the Higashiroshima city uh, next to the the Hiroshima city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're born and raised here in Japan, right? Hmm? Uh, where, where were you born? Um, I came from the, um, Kyushu, the, so you know, um, on kind of the borderline with Fukuoka prefecture and right. Oita prefecture, so kind of the north part of the Kyushu. And what brought you up to Hiroshima? Mm, kind of um, the <laughs> reason that I get here is that a job on my my dad, and he transferred from there to the Hiroshima prefecture. Yeah. And so you graduated from university about a year ago, is that right? Uh, it's been a, a few year? years ago. A um, couple years? Has two, it been that two, long? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And since then, you started your career working as a public servant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. How's that been going? How's your transition from college to the professional life? Uh, mm, not that. Um, I can um, have a, some kind of regulate a time schedule compared to the life in the student, you know. So the student don't have any kind of specific plan so much. So of course they have um, a class and pattern jobs, but uh, it's kind of fluctuate, you know. But mm. when I be a, when I was um, be a um, local servant and have a very great life, I could um, make some a plan and make some regulate um, kind of the life for about a year so that's kind of feeling good for uh, making a regulated life these days yeah yeah so one of the first things I noticed about you when I met you is that your English level is really high Mm. Um, (laughs) it's it's not not common in Japan especially no pronunciation it sounds very natural how did you acquire your English skills what was your interest Mm. and how did you get so good yeah, um, when I was um, very young, uh, very small, you know, um, I was a member of the kind of one of the educational program called the uh, Labo Party, and they um, had uh, some um, educational plans, educational kind of a method, you know, to uh, for children to uh, make their thoughts uh, out and uh, kind of express their um, saying and uh, also they often have some um, methods to express their thoughts by uh, by English or by foreign country Uh uh, uh, a foreign language so uh, those through those kind of active learning it is said so-called yeah so those active learning methods made me kind of a more kind of more how to say i can express my thoughts uh by foreign language compared to the usual japanese people i guess yeah you have a great fluency like you sound very natural when you speak english did you ever live abroad or have you traveled abroad much Uh, i was studying um in the uk for about a year Um, so i guess as far as i remember uh 2019 from 2020 yeah. how was your experience in england 
Oh, very good. Uh, actually, not England. And I was living in the North Ireland. Oh, North Ireland. Northern oh. Ireland. Oh, yeah. okay. How was your experience there? Yeah, uh, very good. Uh, for the first time I came here, I, I couldn't understand <laughs> the the uh, spoken language. Yeah, literally, uh, no words, uh, uh, no words, because uh, they have a very specific um, pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. If any listeners want to look up uh, Northern Irish YouTube, it's very, very even native speakers can't understand. It's yeah. like really heavy Northern Irish accents. Yeah. yeah, my mom went to Ireland and she could barely understand the people. Yeah, I couldn't understand no words. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Southern Southern Irish is difficult for like Americans. Northern Irish is difficult for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Northern Irish and Scottish are said to be the hardest. Have you guys ever heard uh, Northern Irish no. accent? No. What do you know about Northern Ireland? Nothing, maybe. <laughs> uh, as for the uh, famous one, have you ever heard Giant's Causeway? It is World Heritage Site. No, really. Yeah. Um. So they, so kind of very, um, the fantastic uh, shape of the rock, you know, lokake. Uh, mm, kind of difficult to say <laughs> in English, but uh, yeah, they have very um a specific shape of the rocks and that kind of uh, very layer. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, What's the, the English of Lokake? Lokake? Lokake. Pentagon. Lokake. Pentagon? Pentagon. Oh, hexagon. Oh, hexagon. Hexagon. Oh. Hexagon. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the uh, yeah the, the cliffs of yeah, Ireland yeah, yeah, are beautiful. Yeah. They're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Highly recommended if anyone wants to travel. You also been to Ireland? Yeah. My best friend is uh, from Ireland. Wow. Living in Ireland, no? He's currently there, yeah. he We grew up in... Uh, obviously, he uh, went to high school in Reno, uh, but then he moved back to Ireland for college. Mm. Uh, so he, now he's in Dublin as a bartender. Oh. Dan, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, cool. and sorry, one more question. Which is North Ireland or South Ireland have their uh, referendum? Good question. Referendum. Southern Ireland is an independent country. Southern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Northern Ireland it's is a, part a very of complicated United, yeah. <laughs> place. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah. technically part of yeah United Kingdom, but it has its own local government. Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that true? But they have a very complex history. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably maybe you've heard of the IRA. Do you, have you heard of that IRA? The organization attack government. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. So it was like this. Uh, you told you want to explain IRA. IRA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to? Please. <laughs> the IRA was kind of a like a guerrilla warfare kind of. Uh, they were trying to, I don't know exactly what they wanted, but it was largely based in Protestant versus Catholicism. Uh, so there's this huge disconnect between, I mean, if if you think of Christian, you think of kind of like, oh, I believe in God and Christ and whatever. But within that whole group of many different religions, there's Protestant and Catholicists mm-hmm. or Catholics, and they in Ireland, in Northern Ireland specifically, hate each other very, very strongly, still to this day. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of history about that mm-hmm. that maybe our history buff could one day present. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they just wanted to be separate from the UK, basically. They didn't agree to being integrated. Some of them didn't. And then there were people who lived there who did, so it was, it was a big issue and still is today. And, and even the, I mean, the, the country was an issue, but l- more than that, the religion was where people really started to get against each other. And still today, if you mm-hmm. go into like a, there's like Protestant neighborhoods and Catholic neighborhoods, and they're like split by where they live in, in a Whoa. lot of places still. Yeah, that's a big piece to understanding Western history is understanding the difference between Protestants and Catholics. Do you guys know about that whole split? 
Which pie is Russia? Russia. <laughs> a whole different part. Russia's a whole another piece doing their own Russia's thing. a whole different yeah, they, part. They're yeah. Orthodox, generally. Orthodox, yeah, which is a whole different split. Eastern Orthodox Church, but... <laughs> it, it's, it's okay if you guys don't know anything, everything about it. You're not supposed to, but it, it helps understand Western culture. Uh, cross. We only know the cross wall or something. Cross wall? The it's what? cross wall, no? Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Crusades. 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 Oh, Crusades. Yeah, the Crusades, and that was even a different... That was between Christians and yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah, those themes have very complicated histories. Yeah, yeah so basically, just all you need to know is that the Christian church split into two big pieces. One was Catholic, one was Protestant. The Protestants wanted to change some things. The Catholics are the old schools, the Protestants were the new schools. So. And, and then even since then, it's fractured even more. Yeah. So now there's like, I mean, so many fractures. But those were the two big branches originally. So anyways. And that's see. the big branch at the heart of the Northern Irish divide. Right. Um, Which takes us back to you, but though. It is. <laughs> Did you ever witness yeah. that in Northern Ireland? Did you ever see... Uh, I've um, I've seen the house which opposed their uh, a frog. Yeah, uh, they have like flags, right? Yeah, yeah. the Union Jacks. Yeah, and uh, and also they oh, they often um, write some um, pictures on the wall, like graffiti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aww. yeah. There's a lot of graffiti. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of violence too. Maybe not. No, not Re- not as much recently. Yeah. 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 But there, there's like, if you want to watch up funny videos, um, <laughs> look up Northern Irish fight <laughs> videos, where there's this interesting culture in Northern Ireland where they will call out people to fight mm. on YouTube. And then so they'll have these like wars <laughs> on YouTube where they'll just send b- videos back and forth, calling each other out in really heavy Northern Irish dialect. It's so interesting uh, to watch. And then they never actually, well, not never, but they usually don't actually fight. It's usually just this like war of words between each other mm. on YouTube. It's very interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. But well, Juto, why you choose Northern Ireland? Great question. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, is it famous for language school or? Uh, to be honest, I didn't have any choice but to choose the um, Northern Ireland to go to the um, to go to the. Western countries. Yeah. So your university was connected to that. Yeah, yeah. We okay, uh, oh, my home uni had a connection with some um, universities in um, uh, other countries, such as uh, China, Korea, and other countries. But um, yeah. that time um, they don't have any connection, but to Northern Ireland. So um, yeah. So if you're looking to go abroad. Uh, you have to usually your school will have connections with certain they call them sister schools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's you have that kind of those choices mm. only. Northern Irish is a is a rare yeah, sister yeah, school, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure ours one almost the only one Japanese that I living in. <laughs> really? Yeah. In the dairy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, ours living in the uh, Madari mm. in Northern Ireland, kind of the borderline with. Um, Republic of Ireland and uh, Northern Ireland. You know. Yeah. Did you ever go to Ireland? The Republic yeah, of Ireland? Yeah, uh, I went there as a trip. Mm. Where'd you go? Do, do you need visa or something? Sorry? Do you need visa? To go between uh, the two I, countries. I guess we don't need it. Yeah. So we can yeah go and back to the countries. So they're both part of the EU. 
Ah, so yeah, you wouldn't need a visa. And what was your culture shock there? Because you mentioned you are maybe the only one Japanese, <laughs> maybe in your community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, I, I didn't have no no chance to use and to meet Japanese in Derry, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, so I have to use English. But uh, um, uh, for me that was not so problem because um, I intend to use and improve my English, so. I didn't have any kind of problem. And sometimes, yeah, I I, I felt that my difficulties to communicate with people, especially local people, because I can't understand them. <laughs> I can't understand their language, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that I could only imagine. I we I wish we could play some Northern Irish for you guys. It's so hard to understand. It's so fast, mm. and it's called linking, which is when you you take, for example, one two, and you say wanna. Northern Irish is like the whole sentence is linked, and it's just like all becomes one word, and they have lots of slang. It's really, really interesting. Could you could you imitate? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Could you imitate? I don't want to insult. I don't want to insult <laughs> the people of Northern Ireland. Uh, I think my impression of the language school. Mm. I think the Asian people, Asian students, they are more shy. Yeah, but exactly. uh, I think some of them still like very outgoing and want to hang out with the maybe Western people. But uh, especially for Japanese group, mm. I think Japanese group is most solid. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you have? Uh, did you have when you went to study in Australia? Yeah. Do you have a Japanese group? Uh, uh, I've been to also UK mm. and also I've been to Australia. Oh, UK yeah. was a uh, language school. Australia was a uh, working holiday. Mm. But both experience like the Japanese group are very solid. Mm. Like especially in Australia, there are some ramen shop. The job is only offered to Japanese. Mm. <laughs> kind of, I think they they the the, the people they, they the expectation for ramen shop is the you know. Very authentic Japanese mm. accent, like "irashai <laughs> mase" something. <laughs> yeah. and but uh, still, some like uh, some Japanese student, they are mm. outgoing and they are mm. willing to hang out with the yeah, foreign yeah. students. So I believe you're doing well when oh, you were in yeah, Ireland. Yeah. Did you have any big culture shock? Was there anything that was difficult for you about the experience, or mm. it sounds pretty smooth? I felt some uh, a difference, of course, because I guess it is. Though from the farthest country from the Japan, mm. but yeah, um, but I um, so when I was junior high school student, I went to Canada. So and so, actually, I've I've experienced the Western countries in more than northern countries, uh, Northern Ireland. So uh, I've mm, I think uh, not so much difference. Uh, not so much my difficulty for me. Not so much difficulty. But were there differences and what were the differences? What do you feel are the biggest differences between uh, Japan and so Western mean, countries? So they have... Um, so what type of uh, my difference actually, such as uh, co communication or... Yeah, communication style, style. cultural norms, uh, ha, 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 ha. personality. Communi as for communication, yeah. Uh, so on average, they are very friendly. <laughs> and so they talk about their um, very uh, personal things, you know. Japanese <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't. They talk, <laughs> <laughs> they talk to about the many things that uh, I can't, uh, um, I couldn't imagine in Japan. Yeah. 
yeah, like how are you? Yeah, how are like, you? Like a normal <laughs> a greetings. It's like a weather, normal question yeah. at like a kombini to like have a conversation at a kombini. It's like a normal thing, right? Mm. In Japan, it's like yeah, we don't pay pay on the guys. We don't communicate so much. Yeah, yeah. usually we take maybe ten minutes to talk about weather. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, weather is weather is ten minutes. Weather's the safe subject here. Yeah. That is the best subject. Because it's universal. Everyone experiences it, and it's not personal. Oh. So usually if you make small talk in Japan, weather is the safest subject. But I would argue that weather is the safest subject in like most languages. Mm. In English as well. It's one yeah. of the first things we talk about. But especially oh. here, it's like hyper-used. Hyper. Oh. Yeah. How about, in, how about in, China, in Mandarin? Do you guys talk about the weather? We talk about food. Food. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Like, interesting. Today, something. What yeah. are you going to eat? Oh, yeah. oh very good, good theme. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it's definitely like, how are you? It's very service level. But then we talk about the weather. And then sports is a big thing in America, specifically. Oh. Yeah. So you're here today, Yuto, as a representative of all Japanese culture. Uh, and I'm honored. We ha- and we have <laughs> many questions we've wanted to ask you uh, about uh, Japan. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and, you know, share with you some of our experiences and our mm. observations and see what you think about them. And then maybe have you decode the Japanese culture for us to help us better mm. uh, understand how to live and integrate here. Uh, maybe you can give us some good tips. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, as far as I can, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, <laughs> firstly, I have uh, questions. Like, <laughs> like, I think you already li- live abroad, like, to many countries. Mm. And Not, Yeah, okay. 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 Go ahead. And do, how do you feel, like, because I think Japan, uh, like, has a very clear difference. Like, uh. you don't like to... You know, I thought, like, humans have some common humanity. Mm. Like, people like to share and to, like, show off yourself or something. But mm. Japanese is, like, didn't do this. Yeah, at yeah, at yeah. this part. Uh. And can I ask why? Uh, mm, we have humility. a long story. Why, yeah, humi- humility. Why is that so important in Japanese culture? Mm, humility mm. Uh, humility like not boasting about yourself yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, say yeah. oh i'm so I know great what you mean yeah but uh, oh i guess it's connected to their lifestyle from the ancient age um so originally they're kind of the people who um so farm farmers 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 and 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 they um make some uh, uh, kind of the um, the groups, as I said, um, a village, yeah, and and they make some groups, um, villages, and they have to communicate and they have to um, um, have a restrictive rules to maintain their um, situation. So um, I guess so uh, those restricted um a communication system or my restricted and atmosphere mm. came from those um lifestyle as a farmer i guess mm. yeah there's a lot of restrictive rules in japan like mm. even uh you guys did tea ceremony right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> tea yeah. ceremony is I mean, mm. yeah we think of like making tea as just like putting a tea bag in water and calling it done yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah. like tea ceremony is like making it art and every single thing has rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, are you interested in those kind of like old cultural uh, rules? 
I'm interested in your cultures, those um, very uh, traditional cultures, but uh, I've never experienced it actually. And mm. so these days, uh, many Japanese don't have any chance to experience those um, cultures like tea, tea ceremony. And uh, some people, mm, yeah, um, so I guess um, th they don't know about the cultures, uh, their uh, traditional cultures. And so I think that is uh, one of the um, severe problems for Japanese. Um, they don't have any chance, so they don't, they're not, not trying to know other things, like uh, other cultures, other things. So um, actually, um, they don't have any motivation to try to know. So yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. why? I'm like really curious about geography because geography but simple answer. Taiwan geography. is also just an island, right? Not, but not an island. Yeah. Taiwan's part of a larger <laughs> ecosystem of. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> beg your pardon. <laughs> I said ecosystem, not lar larger ecosystem. <laughs> I think Taiwan is too small. Oh. Taiwan only as big as Kyushu, oh. and I think Japanese they have the. They just don't need to. Well, and so uh, again, Taiwan is part of a larger ecosystem of language mm. is the biggest thing. Japan is the only place that speaks Japanese. You find a good answer. <laughs> 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 finish your sentence. <laughs> so that's, 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 I, I, would, I would argue that's the biggest thing is it's oh. isolated both geograph geographically mm -hmm. and it's isolated linguistically. So they, it becomes an echo chamber. So yeah, you have but just only the ideas that are within Japan echo within Japan mm. and very few ideas come outside of whereas in Taiwan um, yes you have like an isolated culture but you have Mandarin which is spoken by like it's the second third most spoken language in the world so you have a lot of ideas that come mm. in yeah uh, so Yuto uh, as a Japanese when do you what age did you learn all the rules about the society. How do you learn about this? Is another question. What age and how? <laughs> <laughs> because I think the Japanese students still they live a happy life. Mm. I I believe so. They, they that's not true. No. That's not true. Okay, so please let us know what age what Japanese age? start to learning uh, this society. Rule. I would say the age when they are entering the school, elementary school. Uh, I would say more. Uh, are you phrased like a, a kindergarten? Uh, a kindergarten is not so restricted, but uh, um, from elementary school, yeah, would be the kind of the, a chance to know their uh, rules. So from the elementary school, oh. when you want to showing off oh. your students, uh, oh. the, your teacher and uh, your classmates will stop you and tell you uh, this is not a good behavior? They, w mm, they wouldn't stop so much, but uh, originally uh, they're trying to be, uh, they're trying to be a one, uh, you know? Yeah, all united. in one. Yeah, they're united. Uh -huh. so, so they prefer those uh, situations because they grew up those um, environments. Like, uh, uh, so teacher experienced those Restricted rules and uh, restricted environment. Oh. So they are trying to the children to be like that. So the, how about if there's a test uh -huh. and some student get a very good grade? Uh -huh. Does teacher say, "Oh, um, maybe uh, Mr. Yuto, you are so good, you are the best"? <laughs> Do they say that? Yeah, they sometimes. Uh, it just depends on the school actually, but um, they 
often um, appraise their score, I guess. Yeah, but um, other students feel it is uh, kind of uh, feeling like dangerous for yes, yes. sometimes. Oh. So I guess um, on public on public space, like uh, in front of the old students, yes, they of they they wouldn't do. Price their school personally so much. I see. Yeah. So after a test, does yeah the after test uh -huh. and then come and uh, ask the student to come and uh, oh, you did a great job. Ah, uh, one when when yeah, one, yeah, one, one one timing yeah. the teacher will say something good. How From about do, view, yeah. do you do you make a list about who is the the first place, who is the last place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. also made that yeah, list, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ranking, ranking, and then yeah, make it have. public. Mm -hmm. Oh, you also do that. Yeah, oh, but that's the Asian thing, yeah. Asian, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course they listed, but they uh, don't add the comment uh, personally so much. Oh, mm. I see. Uh, how about I mean? mm? yeah, yeah? How about uh, if uh, if somebody go to a very good university, mm. does your high school be proud of it? Uh, mm, yes, but uh, some it, it just. It it also it just depends, but um, they sometimes don't show their name. So just uh, oh. from my school, we had a, a Tokyo 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 University student. Oh. We had a Kyoto University student. <laughs> 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 oh, it's just like a nameless, yeah, 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 like yeah. a prestige, mm. but they don't single the person out. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel, for example, when you meet foreigners and we start talking about very personal things with you? How does that make you feel? <laughs> I'm okay, yeah, 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 because uh, I've experienced some life in foreign countries, you know. Um, but um, mm, if I had, a, if I have communication with Japanese and they uh, talk to me very personally, things uh, at, at first, oh. Why are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> so if it was a Japanese person, you'd respond differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. And how would it make you feel? Like, do you think this person's weird or they're making you uncomfortable or... Uh, not uncomfortable, just weird. Just weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I have a... Please explain, Hone Tatemai. Uh, hone Tatemai. Do you guys know Hone Tatemai? No. Uh, hone is your, hone. your real, real... Tate is your back... So your real and your back face, meaning your public face and your private face. And this is a really important thing to understand Japanese culture, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Please explain it. <laughs> uh, literally, uh, yeah, um, the word. So I guess katemae is like acting, as you said, so like a public um, face. Yeah. So... They are trying to be nice to others, and uh, they they are trying to be humid, uh, humid, humid, right? Humility. Humility. Yeah, hum um, hmm? Humid. What is the word? Modest. Yeah, modest is the adjective. Modest. <laughs> they are trying to be modest to, uh, yeah, others. Mm. Yeah, uh, but um, so like uh, actually, honne, uh, so real um saying yeah your real feelings real feelings um can uh show off to very accordance friends the families yeah and very uh, very um kind of the accordance relationship you know mm. but um so, some um i guess um 
Tatemai, don't sh- uh, so for others, to others, they don't show uh, many Japanese people don't show their hon- honne, their uh, saying, mm. their um, real feeling, feeling, yeah, their feelings so much. Yeah, y- you can imagine this. Uh, I think Joe would maybe resonate with this. Uh, the honne is at a if you're in a restaurant and you, the person greets you with such a nice, happy, excited face, they say, Hey, welcome to the restaurant. Tatemayas, as soon as they go behind that and they go to the, the back and talk to the chefs, they go, That guy is a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, It's an easy way, but it's like in everything in Japanese culture. Rather yeah, good than, example. And I think that's yeah. very true in, in like America and restaurants and in business situations. But I think it's more true like anywhere you go in Japan, even on the street, people will show you the like the tate rather than the home. Oh. Yeah new word for you guys you can add that to your language dictionary i guess those um asian countries like china or korean has those uh a custom do you know do you have that custom in taiwan i mean i think every country has this to yeah, a degree yeah. the question is how extreme is it in japan for a westerner it feels more extreme oh. you know that people share less of their true feelings in much fewer circumstances. You have to be really close with someone before they're going to tell you exactly what they think, like really close. Like even, for example, like coworkers generally in America probably would be very open about, you know, because you work with them every day, you'd probably be pretty open and you'd show more of your like honne. But in Japan, it you have to be really, really close with a coworker to, to show that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like an example that maybe people can grapple on with. So do you guys have that in Taiwan? Yeah, I think in restaurants, it's similar situation. The hone tatemai situation yeah. v- happen very often. But the, the, the problem for me is in the yeah, working place. Like if the communication mm-hmm. is not going direct, that will cause many uh, maybe misunderstanding and something. And the communicate in Japan's company, I need to... There are so many manners. Yeah. Manners. manners. At the beginning, you need to like explain who you are and say something good for them. And then you need to start like, like explain the background and then also say something good about yeah, the people <laughs> you want to request some <laughs> action. And uh, yeah, eventually from your request to the, the action, maybe it will take like three days or five days. Oh. That, that is so uh, not efficient for Taiwanese. But if you don't fa- follow the manner, oh. then maybe no action will happen. <laughs> I remember Anna told us a wonderful story. She started the company and went to her manager and talked to him in face-to-face. Actually, it's my just my co-worker and he sit uh, just behind me. And I asking like where can I like filling the water, and he's very nervous and told me like uh can can we talk by teams and I will <laughs> tell you the <laughs> where's the pat- pantry or something, yeah I I I feel uh <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know maybe maybe speak in English make make them very nervous. Is he Japanese? Yes, yes. Uh. Uh, he he just like to type uh-huh. to communicate instead of talk in person can he speak english actually uh i think i think he can uh i mean i, I think that's one thing uh, i've noticed in general in japan uh, is even if people's level is good 
they never believe it and they never will say, mm-hmm. yes, my level's good. They'll always have doubt themselves because like Ryan said, Japan is in many ways an insular place. It's a big enough country that they have their own language, they have their own media, they have their own everything. They don't really need foreign things so much. They have their own little world here. And so, yeah, for that reason, sometimes maybe the English doesn't get used as often. So people a lot of times are uncomfortable yeah, or yeah. don't don't trust their own English. They don't have mm. confidence. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a big big issue in Japan, I think. And again, yeah. geographically, there's just no mixing of language. Um, mm. Like in Europe, you have people constantly moving back and forth. Mm. So there's a need for a singular language that everyone can speak. And that fosters like a good skill of English. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Japan, I mean, you have to come here by airplane. You have to make a decision to come here. It's not, you know. Yeah. For yeah. yeah so f- uh, many Jap- for many Japanese, they uh, kind of a big choice to uh, try to have a chance to communicate with foreigners, you know. Mm. Yeah. I think that's I such think a funny story I in the office, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the office, I feel like I don't have right to talk with everyone. You know, I, I need to follow some manners to start talking, start a conversation with a Japanese colleague. And in Taiwan, yeah, maybe Japan, that's also a good way because in Taiwan, we're just too rude. I have, I totally <laughs> have right to talk to you. Yeah, you need to work for me. That is the attitude in Taiwan. And sometimes too direct. Oh no, are we going to use the word? <laughs> Balance is <laughs> Balance is <laughs> Balance is back. Yeah, yeah. A balance yeah. between the both. <laughs> um, there's another interesting Japanese thing that I think we're all curious about. The uh, senpai kohai relationship, oh, relationship is unique, right? Do you have this kind of senpai kohai relationship? In, uh, and explain what senpai kohai means. Yeah, so senpai meaning uh, like elder or oh. senior or oh. worker who has more experience. Yeah, yeah. Kohai meaning younger or junior. Yeah. Junior, or there's not really a direct translation in English. Um, we do not have the system in English. So, Chinese is the uh, and so is it important? Yeah, it, it's also very important because it's mm. integral to school and work in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. I think uh, in America, usually you just call them like Joe or Ryan for your boss. But in Taiwan... Thank you for calling us. <laughs> <laughs> we both appreciate that. <laughs> okay. We will say something, something, brother. Something. So, uh, like yeah. Jack. You can call me Jack Ryan, brother. That's or fine. something. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> brother, right. Okay. Kind brother, of right. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm like a priest. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a difficult system because if you enter office and you need to call everyone some, mm. some brother. But if now because female join more, but if you call them something, something sister, they feel they are old and you are kind of mocking them. Really? So it's tricky. <laughs> Sometimes I, w- I will feel like, oh, should I call you something sister? But uh, maybe you will be mad. <laughs> yeah. But in Japan, it's more easier. Just call everyone something, something, song. Like you told some. But then, oh. it, no, it gets more complicated because then also for young kids, like my daughter would call the secretaries here, Onesan. Oh. Right. So they do call the sister and brother and the rules for who you call what is very specific, right? And it's that whole, like it, basically what it is is there's a strict hierarchy in Japan, right? Even if you're just one year ahead in school, you are the elder person and you have to be spoken to in a certain way. There's certain things you wouldn't say to a person who's one grade above you. There's certain ways you would speak to someone who's one grade below you. And that goes on in the workplace, at school, in all parts of life where there's very specific rules, how you talk to who, about what, when. 
right? I Even think the, that's tricky the for language us. is like keigo versus teinego. Te teinego. Yeah. Oh. So formal versus casual. In English, we don't code switch nearly as much, I would say. Oh. Um, but but I, at risk, do you guys have some kind of um, saying that uh, respect, uh, uh, e expressing the respect for someone, you know? Yeah. So like a sir. Yeah, yeah. Sir, but I've never said sir in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, not unless it was a joke. Like uh, I would say it maybe to Joe as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, d we do have hierarchies in America and there are different ways you speak to different people in different situations, but it's not nearly so many different levels and layers and rules. And it's not nearly as important. It's a little bit more egalitarian, I think, in America where each person has the same value as anybody else, you know. Uh, we have it in our constitution. All men and women are created equal. Especially if you're right? white. They <laughs> always forget that part, but that was written in the constitution. <laughs> so anyway, bad joke, bad joke. So, <laughs> a, so not actually written. <laughs> Jack's looking at me like, was that really written? <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> so we have kind of this spirit of egalitarianism, I think, in the West, where every human being has essentially the same value. And there are hierarchies, but they're not nearly so strongly enforced. And it's not layered into the language like it is in Japanese. Um, what's your take on that, Yuto? What mm -hmm. do you think about that? A uh, hierarchy? Yeah, yeah hierarchy. Have you ever been stressed by like the senpai kohai relationship? Uh, sometimes. Like, like you, you, you just said that you're new into the working. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, you are now kohai, right? At yeah, Chindana. I'm very young one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I have to uh, care for all the other of um stuff you know, like my senpai my joshi my boss yeah so i, I have to take care of them so it's yeah uh um, yeah basically um kind of tired for <laughs> taking care of those uh uh elder and the boss yeah yeah i think there's a there's a thing that could be worked on in japanese uh business culture is more meritocracy we talked about you guys remember meritocracy from last week hierarchy like no meritocracy means uh rewarding people by their skill level by their merit uh, so i think that's the biggest problem that i have with especially within a like a, a a company is you're paid not by skill level but by tenure yeah yeah, yeah. so you're paid by how long you've been an employee in a japanese company so it rewards the very example is the government <laughs> yeah yeah and so the longer you're in it the uh -huh. more you get paid uh d d even if your skills mm -hmm. not improving yeah, yeah yeah and so then you're like you're not in, you're not mm -hmm. uh rewarded for like expanding your knowledge mm -hmm. or expanding your skills you're just rewarded for staying in your lane <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i think it's kind of the a big problem yeah you're right <laughs> do you do you feel like have you had like a, any other problems with the senpai kohai like have you had like abuse power abuse uh i've never experience those abuse uh, unfortunately yeah but i i've heard some um a problem so with the uh, um, boss and um, their buka their su subordinate subordinate yeah. yeah yeah there's some uh, power and sexual harassment yeah, is yeah, something yeah. that yeah. is too common i think in uh, especially black black companies in Japan. Yeah, it's like anything, like anything. It has a light and a dark side, right? The respect people show to elders in Japan has a really positive side. It's cool that people are treated well and that um, people who have a lot of life experience are valued for that. But the dark side is, like Ryan said, when that can be yeah. abused or when you know someone's pulling down a big oh. salary just because they've been there for a long time and maybe they're really not contributing much to the company actually. 
you know, mm-hmm. so just kind of blindly respecting your elders, no matter who it is. I mean, there's some really dumb elders out there, you know, who even <laughs> though they've been there forever, you don't you don't want to listen to them, you know. Yeah, if they were young, we would go, "That's a young dumb idiot." Yeah, but they just are now old and haven't learned anything. <laughs> Uh, what about in your guys's like you guys are an American company in Japan? Do you guys have a very strict like senpai kohai hierarchy in your company? Uh, I, s- I think yeah because we work in foreign company, so it's quite good. We don't have these the very strict hierarchy, but still have some like rumor like like uh, I don't know in 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 our office like. Tell us like all the juicy rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I I think as a first beginning, I think it's very weird. Like I heard, uh, maybe in the office you cannot eat breakfast. Breakfast. Uh, in the office, I, is that true? Be- because in our company, it's okay to eat breakfast, uh. but still have someone who told us like don't eat breakfast in company or really? yeah, yeah. I never, I've never heard it. Oh, <laughs> I I get yelled at by my really? students all the uh. time for drinking water, uh. and I go, whose class is this? What are you saying to me right now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> They're like, hey, teacher, you shouldn't drink water in class, and I go. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they don't have any light. Yeah. There's this aspect of Japanese culture where they're almost embarrassed about the physical aspect of existence. Like to be a human is gross, and so <laughs> let's all agree to a set of rules where we can minimize how much we all have to experience what it's like to have a physical body. Don't you feel like that sometimes? Like no eating on the street, right? People don't want to see your open mouth. You cover wow. your mouth when you're yawn. You know, you wear a mask when you're sick and practically everywhere now i just feel like there's a lot of things in japanese culture that try to minimize kind of Mm -hmm. the dirty side of humanity and you know there's a grace to that there's again like anything there's a positive side to it japan is a beautiful place a lot of people have wonderful manners so many things in the culture are designed to be thoughtful of other people right but then the balance gets tipped Mm -hmm. when you feel like you have to apologize for being a human being right like my wife and I always joke about these phrases in Japanese, like, I apologize for existing. But sometimes <laughs> that's the feeling you get is, I apologize for my existence. Yeah, I think it comes from a place of, of like wanting to care for other people's opinions, but it's gone too far in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah, it can feel repressive sometimes. At least that's, I think, the experience, especially for foreigners coming to Japan. But we can't complain too much because we really do get a pass. Like, there's all these rules. But as a foreigner, I'm not always expected to follow them. And when I break them, people are generally pretty understanding and pretty kind to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even even though Japan has these rules for Japanese, they do seem pretty aware that not everyone lives their life that way. And they're very forgiving to us. You know, If you speak a tiny bit of Japanese, they tell you how wonderful your Japanese is. If you break all the rules, they just kind of ignore it or gently push you in the direction you need to be going. They don't shame you generally. I mean, I, I think... You know, like I said, we can't complain too much because they're pretty gracious in how they enact these rules, especially for foreigners. How about Jack and Anna? Have you had a similar experience? Yeah, I apologize for my existing every day. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that's, that's okay. Not, that's, not, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's not the similar experience I was asking. But I, I want to um, go going back to the previous point. The the system that uh, we work in uh, American com- company, mm. it is good that uh, the company will rank us, ranking us by our performance. Mm. And sometimes our performance, the new coming person can have high performance, 
higher than the 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 old standby. Standby. Yeah, it is good. It is good because uh, it's a.、Uh, I think it's fair, but the meritocracy. Yeah, it's also like make people frustrated because uh, you feel like you need to fight for whole life. Nobody、uh, will respect you because you are. Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> it feel like 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 the 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 new newcoming person, the the new Xinjing will like fight you hardly because they are young, they are cheap, and also they are good attitude. They don't、mm. like you. You are expensive, and you are old. <laughs> <laughs> you somehow you are slow. <laughs> so it, the 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 Japan system will I I believe making people feel safe. Yeah, feeling like peaceful, you know. Yeah, I have a position here.、Oh、Nobody. God, are we、can. gonna come back to balance? Perhaps <laughs> 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 a balance、yeah. between a meritocracy、yeah. and the、uh, semi-colonial. Some kind of self, I believe. Interesting. Yeah, when when I getting thirty something, I feel oh. People respect me because I'm old. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's when you benefit from the system. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is so good. But for you, Tom, maybe it's not so good because you are so young. <laughs>、oh, I'm the youngest here, so I always take care of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the coffee. We appreciate the coffee. Just, just kidding. We didn't. We didn't make him get coffee. That would be the、uh, the equivalent in America is like the youngest guy always gets coffee. The youngest guy or girl always gets coffee.、Mm-hmm. Is probably the only thing I can think of, like a well, yeah, and some women、color. in the workplace are expected to make tea for everyone in the office. Like that's a a problem I've heard women complain about, you know, especially that domestic chores are kind of carried over into the workplace, and it's not only an age difference, but it's a gender difference as well.、Um, mm-hmm. Gender roles in Japan are、uh, different from the rest of the world in some ways, I would say, you know, and like anything, has its light and its dark side.、Mm-hmm. Um, How do you, how do you, I think it's changing. I think in the modern era, especially women、uh, have a better role in the workplace. But of course,、mm-hmm. it depends on your company. How is it where you work?、Uh, as for the the local government, you mean? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah.、Um, the government、uh, has very、um, restrictive rule for every workers to work appropriately. So we don't have any kind of a, a difference.、Uh, Whoever and、uh, whatever the age or well,、uh, whatever the、um, gender, gender, yeah. Could you ask a woman to make you tea at your job? Sorry. Could you ask a female employee to make you tea at your job?、Hmm. No, no, that that wouldn't be okay. No, that's good. What if if you become older? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Jack's looking forward to <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, let's say now you're you're fifty eight. You're a senior at your job. You know you're high level. If、mm. there's a new girl who just started,、mm. could you ask her to make you tea? Would that be okay?、Uh, if if I'm very busy and I have any kind of、um, so if she is very kind of、uh, if she has a、um, chance or a time to do it,、uh, I can I can ask for her.、Uh, I can ask her to make tea, and she wouldn't feel insulted. 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 Would she feel angry about that, or would she be okay?、Uh, of course, it depends on the person. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could could you ask a young man to make you tea? In the same situation. In this situation. Yeah, like you're a senior executive and you're very busy,、huh. and there's a guy who's new and he's just sitting there. Can you ask? Can he? Can you ask him to make you tea? Is that okay? 
Okay, uh, so, f uh, f uh, so from the uh, new one, or from the uh, from me to okay, senpai yeah, yeah, to kohai. from yeah, Sen from senpai to kohai. Senpai to kohai. It, you said you said it's possible if it's oh. a young woman employee. Is it possible with a young man employee? Mm. Can you ask a young man to make you tea in the office? I think that yeah, no problem. Yeah, because, yeah, because um, so if they have a uh, uh, <laughs> kind of uh, a time or um have a, a a good timing to have those tea or coffee yeah mm -hmm. i think no problem mm -hmm. i will say that your uh your wife and mother-in-law are always surprised when i do the laundry <laughs> sorry <laughs> 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 i yeah. do the, i do the laundry here and they're always like what are you doing i'm like well i'm doing the doing the laundry yeah ryan does some domestic chores around <laughs> the school you know, and and they're always very appreciative of that. They really like that Ryan. Beyond appreciative, they're just plain surprised. Washes <laughs> his own laundry, washes his own dishes. You know, takes care of all. You know, takes out the trash, stuff like that. So it seems like sometimes domestic chores, people will assume it's going to go to the female employees. I think, and of course, it's case by case, and I think it's something that's improved a lot. But it's a complaint that I've heard from women in the workplace in Japan. How about your experience, Anna? Again, you're an American company working as a Taiwanese person, but have you had any experience with the gender differences in the workplace mm. relative to I Japanese culture? I can see culture? the yes on your face. <laughs> but actually <laughs> compared to Taiwan, I think Japan is better. Really? Uh, Interesting. Better. Uh, Please explain. I, I think... Yeah. Oh. No, you don't think so. <laughs> Anna, I, I you, have the, you have the most valid opinion <laughs> here. <laughs> I think in working place, yes. They... I think they respect any man or woman as a human. So mm. we 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 were treating well, I think. Mm. Mm. In Taiwan, mm, like some manager and they will think they have some power and they will think they are charming or something and really like to talk to some young people, young uh, girl. Wave makers. <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's very common in Taiwan. Uh, they will come to you and very closely and say, oh, maybe you're close. Like They will help you to set. Really? So like, like, oh, you're close, have some problems or to touch you or something. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. That would not fly in America. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lawsuit. Uh, uh, that so would be a lawsuit. I like Oops. Japan because they keep the distance with you. Oh. So... Like when I have some like talk with my boss, he always keep uh, me very safe distance with me, and I feel comfortable. Oh. Yeah, Japan does have some extremely sexual, or extremely <laughs> sexual, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> extremely severe laws about sexual abuse. Now, mm. I don't know how much but I can say about yeah, this. Yeah, law and enforcement's different, though, right? No, there was enforcement. Uh, I don't know how much I can say about this, but <laughs> there was a... I'm not going to name any names or anything, any situation, but I know of a situation where a person uh, went to another person's house. They mm. were co-workers of some company, and we're not going to say anything beyond that. Um, but so it was a drinking party, and the it was a male boss and a female subordinate the male boss um, and the female both got very drunk. The female vomited in her um, in the the male's bathroom, and then the male touched her as like a "it's okay, it's okay." She didn't feel comfortable with that. He's now in jail. What? What? Yeah, pretty intense. The so there's some really intense laws about it now, which I think 
that sounds pretty intense to me, right? Everyone's just kind of surprised by that. He had to pay a large fine and was at like four years of jail time for that. Um, so the, the, the laws are really, really intense, and the enforcement of those laws is getting be- to be- become more intense as well. I don't know. But I, that seems pretty intense. Just anecdotally, like I, I'm not researched on the subject whatsoever, but I get the feeling that Japan is the perfect place for abuse of that kind of stuff to happen a lot. Because first of all, there's a lot of pressure here to kind of fit in and not stick your head out. You know, people want to conform a lot in Japan. So I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for abuse. And I think there's a lot of abuse that goes on in Japan that just doesn't get reported. As, yeah, as a but father, that's not that's not a problem of the, the laws and the enforcement. That's a problem of the, the culture. culture. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it's a problem of the laws. But um, I, I, again, I, I don't have a bunch of statistics. It's just kind of anecdotally as a father of a young girl in Japan. There's so many things I don't worry about. I don't worry about my daughter running into violence. I don't worry about drugs. She can walk to the park and play and she's safe. There's so many things that are nice here that I don't have to worry about. But the number one thing I do worry about with my daughter is some kind of abuse. So I keep a close eye on what kind of people I let her be around about, you know, when she goes to kindergarten and make sure I get to know all the teachers really well, get a good feel for the school atmosphere. Because, I don't know, just my sense of Japan is that this that would be the number one danger, especially for a young woman in Japanese society. And I've heard all sorts of cases about abuse going on on the train, a train full of people, a girl's getting abused, and no one gets involved, right? No one stands up and tries to defend her because there's just kind of a sense of, you know, oh, don't stick your head out. Don't get involved in other people's problems. Don't insert yourself into a situation. I don't know. My, my spider sense tells me that that's the number one danger in this society for a young woman is going through abuse and not getting help or not wanting to stick your head out. I, I think it is improving and changing. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of my anecdotal experience with it. Mm. Yeah, I think in Japan now, maybe in our company, we don't expect female employee to do that kind of culture, culturally like making tea, making coffee, like secretary uh, service. We don't expect that. But uh, I have a feeling that all the female employees, they know what they should do. Not not they should do. They sh- they know what, uh, maybe a old pastime way. Uh-huh. For example, if we go to a, a nomikai, uh, after work party, you will notice that always the female is pouring the wine, the the beer for the male uh colleague, and we don't request that, but they just do that, and uh, also especially for manager, they accept it. Like for for example, for me, I will become very nervous. Eh, no need, no need. I can do by my, myself. I, I had the same thing. That happens yeah. in my family. We uh, we go out to eat with my family mm. and my sister in law. Yes. she'll pick up the beer bottle and start pouring it for me. I feel oh. so awkward. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean because and again, it's a cultural thing yeah. for her. It makes her comfortable. She's showing. She's being nice to me, right? Uh, yeah. But from where we come from, that's super weird. Like um, I can pour my own beer. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, yes. So I think yeah. Uh-huh. I think those cu- those custom connect to our uh, kind of the nationality, omotenashi mind. Ah, uh, omotenashi. omotenashi. You guys know omotenashi? Yeah. No. yeah they, so they are trying to make the um, uh, customers, uh, uh, not customers. Uh, they're trying to make others uh, accountable. Yeah, it's about being being accommodating yeah, to yeah. others, being kind and welcoming, yeah, being, and being a host or hostess. Yeah, yeah. but the the the, the hospitality. Work, yeah. Yeah, hospitality, hospitality. Yeah. But the work is doing by female. That's my point. Yeah. Right. When the, does the hospitality work the other way, where the men? What do the men have to do for the women that the women don't have to do for the men? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this is every 
country had this traditionally. Well, men open doors for women in, you know, in the mm-hmm. West. We have this idea of chivalry where if there's a fight happening, you protect the women. So there are exchanges in the male-female relationship where some things are, quote-unquote, expected of women and some things are expected of men. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's in every culture they have that. Yeah, so my main feeling is that now in the modern way, the female doing more male's job, but the male's still unwilling to do <laughs> female's job. You know, it's no, no, maybe not happening. Weak males. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I, the real alpha male is someone who knows how to do their laundry well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always tell people. It's like, learn how to cook, learn how to do your laundry, learn how to be a good human being, and you'll be much happier in life. I tell my students that all the time, especially my male students. Yeah. So again, I think it is something that's improving a lot. I think, but I think gender roles in Japan, from a Western perspective, do in some places seem a little behind the times. Mm. You know that they could use some improvement, and I think that's happening. Uh, weirdly, a lot of the stuff that's challenging for us as foreigners living in Japan, I don't get so much with you in particular. Like I've known you for years, and kind of a lot of the challenges that I have with mm. Japanese people, I, I don't have those challenges so much with you. Like I. Would feel comfortable sharing personal stuff with you, in terms of like friendship. You seem much warmer because that's my, my number one challenge in Japan is a feeling of coldness that I get here. People feel so distant to me. Yes. It feels difficult to make friends with people, and even when we do become friends, I don't feel so much intimacy because they don't share much personal information. There's always this distance that yeah, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the hardest part for me living here is just feeling oftentimes isolated. And feeling a general coldness to the people around me, but I think with the, of course, it depends on the individual. But with the younger generation in general, I feel like that is changing somewhat.、Mm, I think、mm, tend to be more、um, a friendly to a foreign countries people, yeah, because I, so, so you know, Japanese is one of the super aging society, you know, right? Yeah, and the population is getting lower and lower. And we know、uh, the population is much lower than before in the future, you know. So we have to cooperate. We have to、uh, communicate with other countries' people. Yeah, so, so、uh, we know, especially for younger generation, know that. So they're trying to do that. What about like other Japanese friends? Do you feel like you have very close relationships with、uh. your Japanese friends that you could share? Because I've heard some people say that they're more willing to share stuff with me in English. Then they would be willing to share with their friends in Japanese. Oh yeah, when you teach English, the adults here they tell you all kinds of personal stuff. I've、yeah. had I've had some, I mean, brutal diary entries about like unhappy marriages, and it's crazy. It's amazing how much they、hear. share. And and my wife says too in English that's part of what she likes about English is she feels like when she speaks it she has license to open up and be freer, and you know share more about herself that she doesn't have. When she speaks Japanese to Japanese people. So, what about with your friends? Do you feel like you're you have some friends that you could share anything with?、Uh, Japanese friends. Japanese friends, yeah.、Um, the friends that I know from the younger age, from my the around the junior high school or the high school, so、um, a good friend. So, old friends、um, can. I have some old friends that I can share, but.、Uh, Of course,、um, I can. I have something that I, I can share with them, you know. So, I, I, but I think、so. every humanity, every human has those their very personal things that I, that they can share 
Ah, det är stupelt. The question um, is, where, where is the boundary, right? Boundary. Because well, everyone has some things that are just private. They don't share with anyone. Uh -huh. My wife didn't tell me she could ski for 10 years. <laughs> ski? Yeah. So we just sports, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Being able to ski. On average, you know, <laughs> so like that. So they're modest, you know. So they don't share their... Uh, they don't share the information that are not not so important for them. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I read a commentator and says, uh, um, maybe it's a Taiwanese YouTuber and the, she has a very good Japanese friend and her Japanese friend told her that uh, he, like they go, went to watch the movie together mm. and after the movie, he feels so touched but uh, he only can type in the note that, that says, oh, I feel so touched and uh, what's the, about my feeling. And he don't want to share with his friend because maybe he think this, uh, this thing maybe will take too much time for oh. them. And maybe his thinking is too, just too shallow. It's not <laughs> things need to share or something. Oh. I feel so surprised that even a movies you have some feeling but you cannot share with your friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of their personality though. Yeah, yeah but I uh, I feel those my tendency to show uh, uh to what kind of the height their but um a personal feeling to others, yeah. Yeah, I would say that I don't it seems like most Japanese are bad at communicating just like on a fundamental level like as far as like like the idea of being vulnerable is something that people don't practice mm -hmm, to, yeah. to be like to say your problems and to you know really share is people are just so embarrassed of doing that um uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not or not even just embarrassed but not skilled at doing that because it is a skill to be vulnerable i think it takes like it's it induces anxiety to start to talk about like um you know i have this problem or that problem that people don't want to like suffer that feeling as well, I think, and are just kind of not practiced at it. Yeah, I think why in Japan I sudden sometimes feel embarrassed or feel ashamed when I stand out or when when I say something too personal, and I will like rethink like what what does this shame coming from? Why suddenly I feel this shame or embarrassing? Oh no, you've been sucked in. <laughs> 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 you've been sucked in. I love that feeling of standing out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the American way, Look at right? Me. Like we Look at me. Yeah. It's like the opposite of Japan in so many ways, you know, so many things here where they try to focus on the group, don't stick your head up too much. We do the opposite in America. We focus on the individual and having an individual style or expression that's kind of valued and treasured in America. So, of course, there's a happy medium somewhere, right? And there's again, it's a nice thing about Japan that people aren't looking to boast all the time or mm. overshare. I don't always want to hear about the lady on the bus's child's medical problems, you know. <laughs> There's some things you should keep to yourself. But it's, yeah, where should that boundary be? And I think that the biggest challenge for Japan in the future for just people personally is moving into a place, especially when it comes to mental health, mm. that people do have an outlet for their expressions. Because there's a cost to keeping so much inside right? Those emotions have to go somewhere. Either you're going to work them out through exercise, you're going to express them um, through speaking to people, or those emotions are going to take a toll on your body, right? Mm -hmm. If you never express yourself anywhere, I feel like all that pent-up energy can become negative inside of you and kind of 
has a cost. And I see that in Japan a lot. I, there's, I, we have one student here who's a psychiatrist and he sees patients and talks about how, you know, a lot of people don't want to open up. They, they look at having to see a psychiatrist as a sign of weakness. There's something wrong with you. Whereas in America, we have the opposite. So many people talk about, oh yeah, this week with my therapist, I was just talking about such and such. It's much more accepted and open. And I feel like Japan does so many things well, but one thing I would wish for them is that they would move into a future where people felt more comfortable sharing things that they need to, opening up, being vulnerable, and not looking at it as such a negative thing, just to improve mental health in general. Mm, so um, like, yeah, very kind of a closed communication. Yeah, like that. yeah. So I think those um, situation might um, cause the might cause I, um, kind of the high um, a proportion of the suicide, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. if you look at Japan's mental health statistics, it's it's awful. Awful, yeah. Awful. A lot of problems. And, and I think it all goes it, back yeah. to that root cause of people holding things in, uh -huh. not feeling like they can express themselves to their friends or their family. They don't cause also those, their problems so much. Right, this, yeah. right. I they think just hold those, inside. yes, situation is really bad for... How, how uh, accessible is therapy in Taiwan? Not common. Not common. Yeah, I think people also try to hide it. If they are taking the therapy, yeah, and it used to be that way in America too. Like in the 1950s, if you heard you're going to a therapist, it's like, oh, you're crazy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's it, it used to be in the, the last. I mean, thing. even in the last like 10 years, it shifted. It when I was younger, it was still not looked at as a good thing. But I believe Taiwanese have more more way to express themselves. They will usually have a big fight in the office. So <laughs> oh, they just blow up on yeah, they, <laughs> they, they just go to it so maybe <laughs> maybe that's a kind of therapy in, in japan very healthy way to do that yeah well, in japan put a bottle it in to like explode on somebody here they say that the the method of communication is no communication ah no communication that's that seems like the pressure release valve for the japanese workplace and society in general is the drinking culture where when you go out you get pissed drunk and you can say whatever you want even to your boss. And then the next day, everyone just pretends like it never happened. Yeah, I think <laughs> it would be a good way to communicate with Japanese people. Yeah. yeah. Get drunk so with them. Yeah, oh, yeah, get drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> if they drink, yeah, oh, I'm screwed. They can man. I quit alcohol. <laughs> 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 I'm never going to connect with Japanese people again. No, the nomikai is not a, for me, it's not a good method to communicate. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's horribly unhealthy. It's just like offline, no record, it's not count. For yeah. me, yeah. The next day, everyone is like, I, I will feel like we are, uh, we become good friends. I become good friends with my whole department. The next day, I will start a new life. The next day, <laughs> nothing change. Nothing change. We are stranger in this office. It's like <laughs> Vegas every week. Do you guys know Vegas? The, the Las Vegas? Las Vegas. So there's a thing. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because oh. people will go to Vegas and live this insane life. <laughs> they'll do drugs, they'll drink heavily. And then they'll go back to their life and pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. Like Vegas is so high for like people cheating, they're <laughs> uh, <laughs> doing insane drugs, drinking, and then they go back to their life and this, yeah. Well, what do you this think about, no <laughs> what do you think about no communication? Communication. Yeah, I think it is good way to communicate with the Japanese people. Uh, Why is that? With people. Yeah. Uh, because uh, if, uh, it, it just depends, of course, but if we, uh, if we, I drink a lot, so we, so, so well, we could be very, how do I say, uh, remove, crazy, crazy. Remove inhibitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
remove in- inhibitions. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Liver being their kind of um, hmm. inhibitions, inhibitions, and uh, shy, shy, uh, sh- shy feeling, you know. And Anna, so, so we can communicate. <laughs> yeah, inhibition means very control and means very self-control, privately. Yeah, right. Yeah, Japanese people tend to be uh, very modest, as I said. But if we drink, so we can share our very personal things to. Mm. Others, for, for, for my point of view, and you th- <laughs> and you think that strengthens the friendship and the relationship? Hmm? Sorry, do you think that improves? Like, for example, let's say you uh, and your coworker go out, you drink, you share a fun night, you you know say more than you normally would, you act a little wild, and then the next day at work, do you feel now that relationship is better? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so we don't express uh, the kind of the outcome. Of the my drinking directory, but I guess passively, we can, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because unspoken rule, unspoken rule. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of to have good to have a break from all the rules. Where okay, at work, work is work, but now we go out. The boss, the you know lower level employees, the mid level employees, and there everyone is equal, right? It's a place where the rules can be broken. Yeah, you can take a break, and mm-hmm. people accept it too, right? If you go out and you get super drunk with your coworkers. The next day, it's not like everyone is going to hold you accountable, right? You kind of get a pass to just let your hair down and be more yourself, maybe. But alcohol is dangerous. Kids don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible thing for your health. It's not not the best way to do it. There's better ways, Japan. <laughs> you stop drinking? Yes. Oh. Well, so I think you you lost a way to communicate with Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. That that vein of communication is gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just communicate with uh, you know words and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so we have all these things you know that are challenging for us as foreigners living in Japan. Um, things we want to understand better that from the Japanese perspective. But you know, I want to underscore. There's a lot of stuff we love about Japan. There's a lot of things about this. No, country. Joe hates Japan. Don't don't listen to. <laughs> There's a lot of things about this country that are unique that people come from all over the world to experience that doesn't exist anywhere else. Um, I've never lived somewhere that was so accepting of religions. Basically, everyone just leaves you alone. They don't care what you do. Mm. And you can have two people in the same household with totally different religions, and it's fine. They get along. That's you know, that's really unique. It's really special. Uh, um, back at Northern Ireland? <laughs> yeah, same, same thing about like political beliefs, too. Like Me and my wife got interviewed by a TV station recently. <laughs> and um, they were asking us questions about the vaccines uh-huh. and she's very pro-vaccine and was excited to get the new one and i was more skeptical you know uh, american uh, yeah i was more american <laughs> I, I was more critical of the you know healthcare business in general um but you know in our household even though we have totally opposite viewpoints on these things it's fine mm-hmm. like we both accept that each other feel differently america right now is very split you're either on this side or you're on that side and everything and it doesn't stop inside the household. It doesn't stop at work. It doesn't matter where you are. People are choosing teams mm-hmm. and separating themselves. It's a beautiful thing in Japan that even people of different religions, different perspectives, different, you know, wherever you come from, it's a very accepting and kind of open place, kind of live and let live sort of thing. And in many ways, it feels um, like the rest of the world could learn a lot from Japan about that and a lot of other things. So I know we've been critical of Japan in this podcast, but I just want to... I don't know, remind you and everyone else that there's a lot of things about Japan that are truly mm. special, unique, yeah, yeah. and that we really appreciate um, being here. Japan has treated me extremely well. I, I feel a lot of gratitude towards this country. Um, 
<laughs> you have something you want to say, Anna, <laughs> Ryan? I didn't think Everyone so. knows, everyone knows that it's all words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, during during Corona, I was on a tourist visa the whole time and they kept extending it. Like Japan has always treated me extremely well. Um, yeah, so I just want to say thanks to Japan while I have the the, the ambassador of Japan here <laughs> speaking on behalf of yes, the local s- government. <laughs> Please say directly to the government. Yeah, well, you're working for the government, so I, I feel like I just did. <laughs> Thank you. A- anyone have anything else they want to ask you, To, or anything else they want to talk about? No. Think we think we covered it? That was it, yeah. Great conversation. Thank you, Ito. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for coming on. Yeah. Just sorry for my poor language. See, my you, poor English. You uh, the modesty Japanese of Ju- Japanese is coming in. Modesty. The modesty of <laughs> Japanese is coming <laughs> in. You <laughs> had to say it. You had to say it. It was the Japanese thing to say. Yuto, huh? apologize for your existence. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for myself. <laughs> Maybe that's. I think that's we, why we Emily. You. I think that's why Emily really likes Japan, as she feels that that love of apologizing. Yuto, <laughs> we forgive you for existing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Everybody, have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.